Super Talk Mississippi media production. Southern Miss fans know the number one stop for Golden Eagle Apparel is Campus Book Mart on Hardy Street in Hattiesburg. Baseball, basketball, football, Campus Book Mart has it covered with clothing to fit the young and old, big and small Golden Eagle in your family. You can visit the store on Hardy Street, shop online at campusbookmart.net, or call in your order and have it mailed to your front door. However you choose to buy, always visit Campus Book Mart first. You won't be sorry. Campus Book Mart and Southern Miss, to the top. I'll pre-record on my count. Seven, six, five, four, three, two, roll A, fade up on A. Southern Miss to the top. To the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. <laughs> All right, everybody. Welcome to a special homecoming edition of the Eagle Hour. Two-hour show this afternoon. We're broadcasting from Midtown Hattiesburg at Fuzzy's Taco Shop, and uh, we're excited about homecoming. Got a great show lined up for you. Will East will be joining us a little later to uh, talk about high school football. Jay Ladner, men's basketball coach, is coming here to Fuzzy's uh, to join us uh, in the 2 o'clock hour. We've also got the student government assistant vice president and the SGA graduate assistant, Kelly Santer, who are very involved in all the homecoming activities. In fact, they're over on campus right now. Uh, attending to some festivities that are taking place there. As soon as they're wrapped up here, they're going to come over here, Bob, and tell us all the things that are going on on campus in conjunction with Homecoming 2022. Always excited to be and happy to be at the Fuzzy Saco Shop uh, with our good buddy Justin Harris, who treats us so well, feeds us, takes care of us, sits us here in the middle of the restaurant, and uh, it's always fun. For the record, Santa and I ate a salad today. Actually, I did too, and I want to tell you now, Justin, Santa turned me on to the shredded chicken and salad primo it's delicious 410 calories is all too <laughs> i'm trying to be healthy like kelly it's one of our most popular items you'd be surprised and monday's our salad day too so uh we sell a lot of chicken salads on monday as well really really good well you talk about monday being salad monday's day. i know no, yeah discount on wednesdays salad. is nacho night and that's all, right so every day justin every kind of, day something different tuesday's taco plates you know thursday and friday's burritos and quesadillas so i got you all right justin uh, you guys are the original midtown business down here how important is a homecoming weekend to not only your business, but all the businesses surrounding the campus? Uh, it's hard to put a number to it, but obviously it's pretty special because you got you're going to have a pep rally this afternoon, so there, it's just it brings a lot of people in. You know, that may not come to the games earlier in the year or later in the year, but uh, it'll be a big crowd here. You got the parade. Uh, tomorrow at 1 p.m., so they'll be lined up Hardy Street. So it's just all weekends is a pretty strong benefit, not only to us, but, uh, you know, all the hotels and other restaurants around Hattiesburg as well. I don't guess we've talked about the parade. Do you have any details on that? 1 p.m. Uh, start tomorrow. It's going to be the same route, is my understanding. From Starts right up here on Hardy Street, comes right down here and turns in front of Southern Miss and ends at the uh, by the stadium, I want to say. Yeah. The last time we were down here were during the regional baseball tournaments. That's big. Football season now started. How important, Justin, are athletics to business owners like yourself? 
Uh, it's very important. I think it's the uh, which, uh, and I guess for our uni- university and other businesses, I mean, it's it's the number one draw uh, for all events. And you know, football is a big draw as well as baseball. And uh, hopefully, that carries on into basketball as well. But anytime you can bring a uh, you know a target audience in a, in a small area like this, and in a town like uh, you know Hattiesburg, it's really good for all the businesses and, lo- and local uh, you know restaurants uh, in town. And there's no way that you really could have predicted the continued growth of Midtown. If you've been watching the news, there's continually talk of new developments, and Midtown is just getting ready to blow up. It's going to, in it's a good only, way. Yeah, in a yeah. good way. Yeah. <laughs> it's only getting better and better. You know, we got the road construction right here on Arlington Loop, taking that out. I think it's Jones Company is going to be right here with their headquarters. Just a lot of uh, investment from the Mississippi Development Authority, our local ADP, and, you know, local uh, leaders have done a good job, uh, you know, reviving this area. And you and your partners, you you and your partners took the big gamble. You we did. We did. First. We took a gamble to be here, and we're happy to be here. So you know, and, and you know, and I mean, at the end of the day, it's because of Southern Miss right here. We got the hospital and all these local, but I mean, Southern Miss is a big reason to be here. Well, I, was, I was speaking on on campus. I was preaching at the BSU a few weeks ago, and there is a Southern Miss student that has a an apartment. Right, like right uh, in Midtown on the second story in one of these. Yes, sir. And I was like, dude, I would gain like thirty-five pounds in one semester if I lived. I mean, just just think about it. You walk to campus, but man, you're right here, just popping fuzzies all the time. But kids well, like it, man. Well, there's the freshman fifteen, and I don't know the, the no. sophomore fifty. It, it would have been the freshman forty. If it <laughs> would have been me. Yeah, and and the midtown the midtown area. You know, we talked about uh, you know other development that is that is coming in here. But then you get a weekend like this on on top of it, uh, weather wise, and you know people come back for homecoming. Justin, where and people lots of times when they come back for homecoming, they'll look at new construction and where things used to be. Now I know that Elam Arms used to be right here, didn't it? Is that that's that's my right question. Right there, and this was the parking lot. So right across the street was Elam Arms, right here across Thirty First, and then this was the parking lot. So the swimming pool would have been probably right there in that parking lot, right there. Okay. Uh, Fried catfish Fridays. We'd go over there, me and a bunch of my teammates, man. Elam Arms. Just crush it. <laughs> That's right. Because, I mean, it was all you could eat, you know, and it was. Elam Arms had its own cafeteria? Yeah, it yeah. did. Yeah. So we would go to Hillcrest to either, you know, not have to wait in line at the Commons. But then we found out. Gerald McGrath, that's how I introduced him to Southern Miss football. When he was a freshman, I took him to Elam Arms. We pounded catfish on a Friday. Now, did you guys hit the swimming pool then, too? No, we didn't ever do that. Okay. Cause, and I think the last, I don't know, five or ten years, but the swimming pool, they shut it down or filled it Hill in. Chris had one, but we couldn't it, go out there. It was. It was inoperable here for a little while. All right, Justin, I'll put you on the spot. How much does winning help businesses around the campus? <laughs> oh, boy. Winning cures everything. We know that. I mean, it does, but it really does help too. You know, I mean, it's, it goes without saying. There's a different level of excitement, and you know, always, you know, the talking season is what I. It's always fun to talk about as long as we're winning and things are going good. You know, um, and I, I feel like we're going to get a win tomorrow night. We'll be back on the right track. You're not uh, just a business owner, but he's a big Southern Miss guy. That's well, right. Is. There's yeah. no question. Yeah, I think we are on the right track. In all honesty, I, I agree with you there, and I know some. You know, maybe, but well, all in all. I mean, our talent level's better. There's a lot of things better. And uh, once we put it together all out there, I think we're going to see a big difference. Right. How has how has this year been for all of you guys here in Midtown? If you come down here, it's stunning how vibrant it is. It's unbelievable, really, the development. We hear a lot of bad economic news everywhere, but things seem to be pretty good here. 
They are for the most. It's all because of the university. As long as you, you know. So we, as we, you know, uh, the the word we're going into the reset or whatever we're in it, and we see it. Right now, so far, we haven't seen it as much because of the university. So we're still, you know, I mean, this really a full go that they've had this semester uh, with students and classes and everybody being back in. So that's really benefited. It's like starting over. You know, they've been out with COVID and everything, and now everything's on campus again. All things are full attendance. So it's really been a, a good pop for us. Do you still allow Santa down here? Does he still come on a frequent uh, He gets a few passes. Usually twice a month I will allow him uh, other than his regular Wednesday night. Yeah, Wednesday night, you know, we play trivia down here. Do you and still do that? I do have a great time. We, man, we, this place gets packed out on Wednesday Believe it or not, uh, yeah. he's a big draw. I don't, I can't explain it, but uh, he's he, a big he draw. He finds a way to make himself the answer to at least three <laughs> questions every, every Wednesday uh, night. But we do have trivia on Wednesday, but every night of the week you've got something shaking here. You're exactly right. Thursday's uh, pitcher night, Friday. You know, we'll have a band live performance out here until it gets cold. We're going to carry it on for a few more weeks uh, until we get there. Saturday we'll do a chalkboard special. You know, the, the bartender make up their special. Monday we'll have uh, bingo. Tuesday's cornhole. Just something different every night for uh, local community and the campus. To, and I think to it's do. really important, you know, obviously we want to talk to Justin, but for people to know, Behind the restaurant, there's a dude that loves Southern Miss. I mean, that that's big. Oh, no we, we, we had the conversation, you know, a couple years ago when you guys were just coming up with every – your creativity show, just what can we do? And, man, you were – Y'all, y'all reacted in such a great way. But, I mean, this is like, you know, we're halfway through the second season, you know, post-COVID. Some people might argue this is like the first football season kind of post-COVID. But I, I know the community really appreciates what you guys did and and, uh, and and able now when life's back to normal to be able to support you now. Absolutely, man. I mean, you see, what's the color of the restaurant here? We're black and gold. Everything's black and gold. we got our local jerseys. Oh, the only thing we're missing a little bit is William Carey, and we've gotten that a few they want us to carry. But, we're, I mean, it's that's what we are. We're USM. There's no other reason to be right here in this area other than the university and that's what we're all behind and we did have to get creative for things to get support you know give and get uh we do a lot of sponsorships with, with the local fraternity and sororities on the philanthropy side we help them with fundraising and also there's a lot of things we do uh with the college that they work with us and we work with them well i want to tell you justin on a scale of one to ten you're like a 12 in our book we really appreciate, <laughs> well, appreciate uh, it. all that you do for the eagle hour you host us down here quite a bit and uh We've never come that we haven't really had a great time and been treated just first class by you. We're grateful to you for that. Well, I appreciate it. I appreciate y'all having us. Uh, this, this is the second time this week I've done fuzzies. Okay, yeah. I did Nacho Wednesday. We're driving back from from Poplarville. Lauren and I jumped in here. Shredded chicken nachos, money. Really good today. Fajita beef salad, money. money. Always at the top of the list. Watermelon margarita. <laughs> real, real quickly, Justin, because I think we're on guess a break. What are your hours for homecoming weekend? We're going to be open at 10 a.m. tomorrow till 10 p.m. tomorrow night. And Sunday for early brunch, uh, we'll be open 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. So come by and see us all weekend. Great place to come during homecoming weekend. Uh, we sure appreciate you, Justin. All right. We'll Thanks, be right Bob. back. Southern Miss to the top. To the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. All right, everybody, welcome back to the Super Talk Eagle Hour. We're broadcasting live Midtown Hattiesburg this afternoon, homecoming weekend. We're at Fuzzy's Taco Shop, and I really appreciate uh, all that Jason does for us. He's a 
Uh, Justin does for us. Always very kind to us uh, about hosting us down here. And we're glad to be here this afternoon. We're going to try to catch up with Will East and do our high school scoreboard uh, review. Uh, having a little trouble reaching him right now, but we've got two hours, so I think uh, we'll get him. Still to come on the show, Jay Ladner is scheduled to join us uh, here at 2 o'clock. We're going to talk some uh, Southern Miss basketball, and uh, we've got a full show. All right, so it's it's homecoming weekend. Man, I hate to say this. We're five, what, five games into the season? Yeah. Start with you, Luke. Must win for the Golden Eagles? I got a text this morning from a buddy who's, who's you know, a hardcore fan, diehard fan, understands what's on, and we were discussing, and, and the comment he made is, you know, this is this game allows you to get to 500. And so if th- this is where if you don't get to to six six wins, it may be because you don't win tomorrow. If we can't win tomorrow night, then we're going to probably lose some more down the stretch. Well, all right, we do have Will East on the phone, so we're glad to uh, catch up with Will. Will broadcasting uh, from Midtown Hattiesburg this afternoon. Glad to have you uh, on the Eagle Hour. and. As we start out every segment with you, give us your big three high school games of the week. Well, there's a lot to choose from tonight. I would say uh, Madison Central at Tupelo is probably the big 6A ma- matchup because Madison Central lost last week against Clinton. Uh, and that was a, a bit of a surprise. So Clinton's really surging right now. And Madison Central, the defending 6A state champs, are kind of on their back heel. They really need to win. But they've got to play the team that is probably the hottest team in the state right now uh, outside of Brandon, and that's the Tupelo Golden Wave at Tupelo on that big blue turf of theirs. And Tupelo is rolling right along. They've scored the most points out of any 6A team. They've allowed the fewest points out of any 6A team. They're they're like the fifth best point allowed. They've allowed the fewest points outside of maybe three or four other schools in the entire state, regardless of classification. Tupelo's getting it done right now. And so I would say that's a, a huge, huge matchup. If Tupelo wins, watch out for Tupelo. They're going to be the team to beat in the north part of the state. I would say probably the second biggest game, and this is like a pound-for-pound pound type thing, but I would say West Lauderdale at Louisville. This is a 4A matchup. And this is a, West Lauderdale is a team that nobody's talking about right now, but they're undefeated. They have been rolling over opponents all season long. Louisville, meanwhile, is doing what Louisville does and wins games. They're six and one. That only loss was a one-point loss to Starkville on the road a couple of weeks ago. Uh, this is a very good matchup. And by the way, last year these two played a very good game. Went to two overtimes. West Lauderdale won in that second overtime by one point. So I would say that this West Lauderdale-Lewisville game uh, is at Lewisville. Pound for pound is probably the best matchup of the night. Another really interesting game is in 5A, and I'd say that'd be Vicksburg at Ridgeland. These are two teams headed in different directions right now. Uh, Vicksburg has we knew they were going to be good this year because they returned a lot of players, especially on defense. They had one of the best defenses from last year, and they returned a lot of those players. They kind of struggled to start the season. The, the question for them would be whether they could score points or not, and they have really turned on the offense the last couple of weeks, uh, scored 40 points in a couple of games here and there. While Ridgeland was the team to beat uh, in that region just a few weeks ago, now all of a sudden Ridgeland is struggling. Uh, they lost to uh, Callaway a few weeks ago, and that was kind of the first knock against them. And then they lost to Neshoba, Neshoba Central uh, last week. And now 
they they are in must win mode, and this is kind of the week, guys, where you have teams that really need. They're not mathematically eliminated yet, but a loss tonight essentially does it for them. Uh, got, there's several big name teams out there that are really struggling, and if they don't get a win tonight, <laughs> you can write off the playoffs for them. Well, you named those three teams, and I saw Luke shaking his head every time you said it in agreement. And, and the reason that West Lauderdale is so good is because Austin Davis is back in the community up there in yeah. Collinsville, we should say. Um, well, you know, going back uh, going back to, to one of those you mentioned, we texted about this yesterday, and again, you know, disappointing. Isaiah Spencer, who had been committed to Southern Miss, decommits yesterday. You and I probably, you know, he'll, he'll end up somewhere else. But, you know, I, I think what's so great about high school football is that Southern Miss fans or, or whoever you're, you're watching around the state, you can go out tonight and you can see the kids that are going to be suiting up in a few years. Absolutely. Uh, that was a little bit surprising with Isaiah Spencer. I kind of wonder what's he's, – he's, by the way, he's a wide receiver for Madison Central, and I kind of wonder what's going on right there. Uh, Madison Central is a team that – they're defending 6A state champs, but the problem they have right now, guys, is they're small on the offensive line. Um, they had the biggest offensive line last season. I mean, probably college size guys playing the offensive line, and that's why they were so good. They graduated most of those guys, so now they have a much smaller offensive line, and just not creating the opportunities that they had last season. So, I I think Madison Central is an interesting team, but they're going up against a team tonight in Tupelo that kind of started this. Tupelo has this reputation as starting really slow. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, starting really fast and then, you know, getting knocked out in the first or second round of the playoffs. Uh, this season, I think it's a little bit different. They seem to be a, a bit more of a solid team. They're a throw-first type team. Jeremiah Harrell's the quarterback there at Tupelo, and he's got a really quick release. He doesn't run the ball a whole lot. He really likes to sit back there in the pocket and throw it. And so far, they've had a lot of success, and they've beaten some good teams. Um, they beat Startville last week on the road. And uh, that really showed me that Tupelo is for real. Now, in the playoffs, that'll be a different matter. Uh, just some yeah. of the other games to look at real quick. Um, you know, Florence at West Jones. I know, Luke, you're going to be on the call of that one. That's one that intrigues me. Two teams kind of going in the opposite direction. Florence has really struggled the last two weeks. And then Enterprise Clark at Clarkdale. This was going to be the, ma- the game of the night last week. But what happened was they both lost. They were both undefeated going into last week, and they both lost. Uh, last week, so now they're both six and one, uh, but and threw that region kind of up into the air, and we don't know exactly what's going to happen now. Yeah. Uh, so that that makes for an interesting one. And then up in the north part of the state, I'd say another big game is South Haven at Olive Branch. South Haven is undefeated, and if they win the game tonight, they're essentially going to win the regional crown. That Enterprise Clarkdale, that's a backyard brawl, so that one should be good. Kelly, I know tomorrow night you're covering a high school game with with a perennial power here in South Mississippi, but you're on the road. Jeff Davis County has to go on the road to play a rare Saturday night game. They have to go down to New Orleans de La Salle, who is uh, undefeated in 4A in Louisiana. And poor, you know, poor Jeff Davis County, nobody will play them, you know, so they, <laughs> they have to go. You know, just about anywhere to, to play somebody. And uh, and like I said, De La Salle is undefeated. 
they'll have to play a rare Saturday night game. But on the closer-to-home menu, I kind of like the, the Summerall-Lawrence County game in yeah. the sense that Summerall's really trying to identify itself as a football school when they've, they've garnered so much hype in baseball, and deservedly so. Lawrence County only has one loss on the year, so if Summerall could, could figure out how to beat Lawrence County, it would help legitimize the Bobcats it, as a football team. It really would. And Will, why, didn't, why isn't Lawrence County getting you know, recognition like they are? Well, because of popular, because the other teams that are in that region, you got Columbia, the defending 4A state champ in that region, and you got Poplarville, who is a 4A powerhouse in that region. And last week, uh, Poplarville ran all over Lawrence County. They beat them 47 to 18. Uh, and I think that's the reason why. Kind of like what West Lauderdale is going through right now. Everybody looks at that schedule and they go, "Oh, well, they got they got to play Louisville." Uh, in a few weeks, and that'll be the game where we decide if, if they're good or not, essentially. That happens sometimes. But I would say with Lawrence County, the reason why they didn't get a whole lot of publicity is because of the schedule towards the end of the season. Because uh, they had Poplarville last Friday night. They got Summerall tonight. Then they're at Purvis, I believe. And then I think they finish up the season against Columbia. And that's just a, that's a tough stretch. Yeah, it really is. So uh, a few more tonight, Columbia at Purvis down our way. PCS, Caleb Hamill on the call. Uh, they're at Park Lane on, on Super Talk Hattiesburg. Um, just tell us quickly about you know the, the showdown for Jackson, J.A. playing prep tonight. We always watch that one in the private school ranks. Yeah, that's a big one in the Jackson metro area. Um, I think Jackson prep is they're, – they're looking a lot better. I know they lost against MRA, but MRA is just – an incredibly good school. Uh, I just think Jackson Prep is uh, probably going to have this one. They scored 70 points last week against Yazoo City on the road. It was, I think it was 70 to 20 the final score. While uh, Jackson Academy lost to uh, Hartfield 38 to six, so it's kind of trending towards Jackson Prep right now. You guys tonight will be on uh, the scoreboard show starting at, at 10 o'clock. Will, thanks for your time, man. We'll talk to you tonight. Yes, sir. Will East, everybody, program director for Super Talk Mississippi, co-host of the high school scoreboard. We'll be right back. Fuzzy's Tacos in Midtown. to the top. All right, welcome back to Fuzzy's Taco Shop here in Midtown. That's where we're broadcasting a special two-hour homecoming edition of the Super Talk Eagle Hour. We're glad you're with us wherever you're tuned in around the state this afternoon. If you're tuned in to one of our streaming uh, stations, happy to have you, and I hope that we see you this weekend here in Hattiesburg for homecoming. Real quick thanks to uh, Campus Bookmark 
for all they do for the program. I was there earlier today. They're swamped, as you can imagine, uh, with people. They've got just so much inventory uh, that you won't believe it. So if you're coming to town this weekend for homecoming, be sure you stop by Campus Bookmark right on Hardy Street. Big black and gold building. Obviously, you know where it is, and uh, they are ready to go uh, with all of your homecoming merchandise. You know, earlier this year, Super Talk Mississippi owner Steve Davenport uh, bought 150 season football tickets to uh, help the university uh, get to a 10,000 uh, season ticket margin. And what he instructed me to do with the tickets was to put them to good use. We, uh, we gave some of those tickets uh, to the military down at Camp Shelby where young men and women from the military can enjoy football. And we're really happy to tell you that this weekend – a large number of foster kids from throughout South Mississippi are going to be coming uh, to the homecoming football game on those uh, tickets uh, provided by Mr. Davenport. And, Kelly, we've got two wonderful ladies here from the Department of Child Protective Services that do such, I don't even know how to describe the work you do. It's just so, so important. And it's just, uh, you know, it's we're blessed to have ladies like you that uh, – that do so much for these children. Kelly, introduce these ladies. Libby Goodwin-McRae is the Regional Director for Forrest, Lamar, Perry, and Stone Counties, and Torja Ashford is also here. I have been a, a certified foster parent for the state of Mississippi, and Torja was my caseworker. She's she's working out of, of Stone County. But it is, I think, one of the things that's it's a little bit sobering, Libby, as we begin to talk, when you talk about the number of kids in the state of Mississippi that are under the are they're under the umbrella of child protective services tell us how many across the state generally and i know it fluctuates but yeah, yeah it does it fluctuates so we average about 4000 children in custody in the state of mississippi 4000 right we average about 4000 across the state of mississippi which is relatively large we would love for it to reduce that number and so we're working hard to reduce that number of children in foster care and also the time that they're in foster care and and the counties that you mentioned you work with Forest Lamar Stone and Perry generally towards you there's about on average about 100 kids per county of those four that you have to deal with 100 per so 400 in the area yes that's correct um, we also, even though we have about 4,000 throughout Mississippi, about only 2,000 foster homes. So obviously there's a deficit there. Yes. yes. Right. Yes. And tell us, tell us first of all, Libby, under usual circumstances, why are these kids placed into uh, protective services with CPS? Um, a lot of them are placed because the family is in crisis, some type of crisis, whether it is um, mental health crisis, whether they're having a medical crisis. Uh, but the crisis has put their parent in a position where they're not able to provide quality care for them. So that warrants that child needs to come into foster care um, and into a safe environment until that crisis decreases or, or is resolved totally. And some of the things that people don't understand is it is the goal of Child Protective Services to keep a child with their birth families. Exactly. This is not a situation that anybody wants to happen. And the, the children, most nearly 100% of the time, wants to be with their families. Kind of fill in That's some correct. of those blanks, Dorsha. That's correct. Um, we try to um, keep children in the home, make reasonable efforts to keep the children in the home with their family. If we cannot make those reasonable efforts, then...
1-800-242-1104 and I will surely get those tickets to them. Um, I have a few tickets left and as soon as they can give me that call, I can give them to them. We want to make sure that they're all sure, used, yeah. Bob. So yes, what, does this, what does this mean for these kids to come to the ball game this weekend? Get out the house, do family things together. That, most of them are so happy because a lot of them want to be football players, of course, when they're young. So this is something exciting. And most kids have never been to a professional ball or, or a football game, period. Right. So to come to a college football game, homecoming weekend, pretty big deal for some of these kids? Oh, yes, it's a very big deal for them. A lot of them are just caught up in the excitement, of course, of, of homecoming. And just like she said, experience. some of them have never experienced that. And then just the possibility. It helps them dream for the possibility that, you know, after this crisis, this may be me. I could be in college. Or yeah. I could be cheering. I could yeah. be playing football. Right. So it yeah. exposes them to what? they could possibly have in the future. Now, we, we talked about 4,000 kids, but only 2,000 families that you have, Libby. So mm-hmm. if, if you're out there, maybe you're in an empty nest situation, your kids are already grown and gone, gone to college, you think you might have a little, some more parenting time left in you and, and want to be able to make yourself a resource yes. like like I did. Yes. Tell, tell uh, people how they can potentially get involved. Um, if you're interested in, like Mr. Sanders said, if think you're an empanister or just really love parenting, please consider going on our website. We have um, the application online. You can do it online or you can call. There's a 1-800 number that you can call. And um, we encourage you to do that if you have questions. You know, you think, well, I'm not ready and I have some questions. Please reach out to us. We'd be glad to uh, answer any questions. But we have um, uh, the... the um, the 1-800 number. So we're going to give you the 1-800 number. It's 1-800-821-9157. Want to repeat that one more time? Uh-huh. Let me. 1-800-821-9157. And, and they're very careful, too, about you know making sure that, that you are fit as a foster parent. You're making yes. sure that you have a safe home and doing the background checks. And, and, look, you hear horror stories all the time about, well, foster kids this and foster kids that i can only share with you my experience look nobody's perfect and and part of what you're trained to do is understand the turmoil and tumult that a child is going through so that lots of times the behavior that they implement is textbook behavior and it's no reason to panic they're just reacting to the situations they've been in but by and large i can tell you my experience has been has been very positive and not to be patronizing, but part of it's because Torja has been a really good liaison between the families. And again, Thank the you. idea is to get these kids back with their families, which is where they want to be. Right. That's great. And so you know that when in parenting these children have been through trauma, structure and consistency eliminates a lot of negative behavior. So, so if, if that foster parent can implement structure and consistency with them, uh, Anything that's negative, you can, you'll see it minimized quickly because a lot of them just don't have the structure um, to, to, that, that should be given to decrease the negative behavior. So, so if you are in the foster care system and you're a parent and want to go to the game this weekend again, Torsha, your contact info to get them some tickets for the game tomorrow, homecoming. That's correct, 601-716-5104. And I will be glad to meet you and so you can get those tickets. And we'll, we'll make sure that we keep Torres' number on file Good. as well. Anything else you want people to know, Libby? Uh, 
um, sell the miss to the top. There you yeah. go. <laughs> <laughs> there there we go. Happy homecoming. Yeah, and yeah. That's she's right. she's dressed in her all gold here today. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, Well, ladies, thank you so much. Well, we thank you all for all that you do. First and foremost, and thank you for coming on the Eagle Hour today. Yes, we look forward to being visitors and guests again. And we want to thank Mr. Davenport and everybody who tell us out with all those tickets that they provided. Thank you, Mr. Davenport. And we're going to continue our broadcast from Fuzzy's Tacos here in Midtown. We've still got Jay Ladner, head basketball coach for the Golden Eagles. He'll be joining us. C.J. Lee is the student government associate vice president. Is that correct? Mm -hmm. And Virginia Presley is the SGA graduate assistant. Both of those kids very involved in homecoming activities here. We're going to try to get Olivia over here, too. There she is right there. And uh, she's running the bar. And uh, so Olivia to me is the most important. No, no disrespect. No, no, we're good. But, but Olivia's yeah, Olivia running the bar. Is very so. important. Yes. <laughs> In fact, she told us if she doesn't get on the show, we're not going to be allowed back at Fuzzies anymore. Oh, well, so, then by all means. So we're going to work get Olivia into here. the broadcast here. Uh, in the next hour, maybe actually in the next few minutes. But, ladies, thank you very much. Thank you, all. We'll thank continue you all. our remote broadcast from Fuzzy's Tacos right after this. Thank you. Back to the Super Talk Eagle Hour, broadcasting uh, from Fuzzy's Taco Shop here in Midtown. Two-hour edition of the show today, Homecoming 2022. Still to come, Jay Ladner, head basketball coach, will be joining us here in just a few minutes. Lots to talk to him about. We're going to finish the first hour, though, with uh, Justin Harris's boss, Olivia Steele, that's correct. <laughs> Olivia Wright, you're his boss? Yes, sir, pretty much. Yeah. Better, better hope he's not listening, Olivia. All right, I'll, Olivia, I'll tell you about it later. I, I've seen you. It appears to me you're running fuzzies. What do you do here? Well, I'm a bartender, but I've been here for two years, and I've basically done a little bit of everything. Right. I started as a front of house worker, so like a waitress, taking orders, running food, all that. And then I started bar backing, and I did that with our old bartenders. And when they all left, I kind of just... Took over. took over. You're a student at Southern Miss. Yes, sir. You're from where? Liberty, Mississippi. Liberty. So you come from the big city down to Hattiesburg. Yeah, like one red light, maybe. <laughs> Do you know what your city's famous for? Kelly gave an indication off air. Are y'all going to say Jerry Clower? Yes, <laughs> of course. Is that where he's from? Oh, 
Oh, yeah. He's, yeah, yeah. Him it's, and the lead banners and all of them over there. In another lifetime at Holmes Junior College, his son was on the same football team with me. Is that right? And you could you could be in a game and you, you could hear him on the field. <laughs> you could hear him. He was the loudest human being I've ever been around in my life. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so you're a Southern Miss student. Yes, sir. Talk about homecoming. For kids like you, is homecoming is it is like a special weekend for you? Yeah, I mean, it's a lot of fun because, like, pretty much all of Hattiesburg is celebrating it. It doesn't matter if you're a student or if you're a business owner. It doesn't matter. Like, everyone gets in the spirit no matter where you go. I mean, you can go be on campus all day or you can come, like, to Fuzzies and you can get a good seat for the parade and watch the whole parade. That is it. You're right about like, that. Great place to watch. That's what I would do. I'd get me a big old pile of brisket nachos, sit right there outside the garage You door, always hit those brisket nachos. They're really good. I didn't get them today. I was like Kelly. It's working on my physique, so I got the, the salad. But, yeah, that's gotcha. a, I would I would get brisket nachos and watch the parade. All right, so homecoming's fun. Yeah, it's what a lot of What are your plans for homecoming? Well, I'm working, so. Oh, they're not going to be too fun. We all you. did that. She'll, she'll, you know, another five or ten years, she'll get to enjoy what we enjoy now. But, I mean, I don't come in until four, so, like, I can still enjoy the festivities, walk around campus, see everybody, and then I can come in at four, and I'll be ready to serve people and watch the game with everybody. Yeah. So talk about the vibe on the campus this fall. The football team's improved. I think we can all see that. COVID is behind us. Thank goodness for that. What's the atmosphere been like this year at Southern Miss? It's just like ever since I came to Southern, I came in the midst of COVID. So it was all online. And then we finally got to go back to campus and you still had to wear a mask. But now, like, you go to class and you see everybody smiling. Everybody's excited. Everybody wears their game day pins before the weekend. And, like, just seeing people tailgating and, like, being free and open to, like, hang out with everybody. It's just so much more fun now. Yeah. One of the One of the things that I've enjoyed is post-COVID is I actually took my mask off and Olivia wasn't repulsed. Well, she was. Yeah. That's a rarity. I know. That's that's, that's what I'm a rarity. Saying. That's what I didn't recognize him though. Yeah. Like. Most women preferred him with a mask. Oh no! Yeah. You look yeah. and tell why. Is is he really good on Wednesday nights for for trivia? Yeah, tell us about this, Olivia. Okay, well, I used to work every Wednesday night for trivia, but recently my shifts are covered on Wednesdays, so I come and play trivia myself. Kelly knows me. He knows all my friends. Like we come every Wednesday night. How's like, Colin? He's great. Her longtime significant other. Yep. See, Bob, we're, we're all family it's now. It's scary the details that Kelly knows about people's lives. <laughs> no, but me and Kelly I are think buddies. It's yeah. illegal. <laughs> no, no. Not at all. You need to come on Wednesday nights one time. You and Angela come down. How does he act here on Wednesday nights? He's night? so much fun. He's so much like high energy, like. He's got all the good 80s music uh-huh. and like. Is he drunk most of the time? No. No, okay, I was just wondering. I'm working on it here though with my watermelon margarita here. Yeah. He might have one or two, but he's fine. All right, so that's a big deal down here, isn't it? Oh, yeah, and it gives you something to do on a Wednesday night, you know? Yeah, yeah. So, what is the message, Olivia, you would have for Southern Miss alumni as they come into town this weekend for homecoming? Y'all come to Fuzzies. Y'all can park in the back lot. You can get a drink, get some food, watch the parade from the front window, and we'll be here to take great care of all of them. Will you have the ball game on Saturday night? Yeah, all all about it. And this is, we want a big crowd in the Rock. We want a big crowd everywhere because we got to win this one. This is just one that 
We, we got to have. And, we got to win. This we got to win. And one of the original nasty bunch, Collins Hess, has just arrived. To yeah, they come in from everywhere. Yeah, they're coming in this afternoon yeah. here. We got Coach Ladner ready to roll. Man, this is this is fun. So, so are you really do you, you really run the show here? So we need to start referring to you as. I mean, yeah, not really, but I do know how to do everything, and I'm always here to help everybody, especially the new people. Like, I just do it all. Favorite dish of fuzzies? Brisket nachos. See, I'm not the only only one. What's the most popular dish here that people order the most? Um, It depends. If you like spicy stuff, the California heat, it's got like a spicy sriracha lime. It's really good. And then that or a salad. Olivia, it's a pleasure to have you on the Eagle Hour. Thank you all so much. Thank you, dear. All right, when we come back, basketball coach Jay Ladner's in town. Uh, we'll be talking to him right after this. Southern Miss to the top. To the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. All right, everybody. Welcome back. Second hour of a special Eagle Hour from Fuzzy's Tacos in Midtown. It's homecoming 2022, and uh, we're glad to uh, be back with you for another hour on this Friday afternoon. Been looking forward to this. Coach Jay Ladner, basketball head coach, uh, joins us. Coach, we've talked to you many times on the phone. It's great to have you here in person well, with us. Well, it's exciting. Uh, I mean, gosh, it seems like there's a, an incredible amount of buzz just, of course, here at Fuzzies, but just on, just on campus. Um, and, and I want, I want to kind of put things in context, Bob. I think Dr. Joe Paul's interim presidency has had a lot to do with it. I, I've never in my life seen anybody that's in as many places as he has. Of course, he's an institution at Southern Miss, has come back in an interim role, and I know that there's a lot of excitement. Um, and and a, a couple weeks ago, I'd gone down to the Tulane uh, us when we played football at Tulane, and that was the first time in many years I kind of felt like that old Southern Miss uh, swagger and, and spirit was coming back because we took a great crowd down there. But this it's is exciting. We got a bunch of former athletes even in here and on, on site today. As we speak. Uh, yeah. Right. Uh, great Collins Hess is in here. Great safety for our team. Sean Smith, one of our uh, great catchers from back in the 80s. So it's, it's going to be a lot of fun. Big event going tonight, Kelly. Over, yeah. uh, big 80s uh, retro event going on at, at uh, Brewski's tonight. That's sold out, I hear. So anyway, a lot of excitement in town and uh, a lot of excitement about Southern Miss right now well, Coach, I in think, general. I, I think there's a buzz about basketball. We had one of your new assistants on. Uh, you got some new talent in here. We have the feeling that this basketball team may surprise some folks. I, I'm not going to be as bold as Juan Cardona, our assistant. <laughs> that was bold. <laughs> that, was, that was bold. You know, he, he got on a couple weeks ago, and when I tell y'all probably like y'all have, I, I've had hundred, at least a hundred people 
comment to me or reach out to me about that. Of course, it, it, I, I'll, I'll kind of throw this on Kelly real quick. As soon as it was over, the uh, interview, and of course, he he believes those. He he believes it with all of his heart. It's not he that wasn't coach speak. He wasn't trying to get attention. That's what he believes. And uh, but Kelly called me. Uh, your your Kelly Sander, who I'm sitting next to, called me as soon as he had made that prediction about the conference championship and said, Jay, did you approve those comments? And, uh, and, and I didn't approve or disapprove, but I, d- I do like his confidence, and he believes that with all of his heart. And I will say this, uh, Bob, there is, a, there is a renewed excitement there. Um, uh, we, we've just had a – it's been a, a fun offseason. Uh, the, the players have worked extremely hard. You know, whatever whatever organization that you're involved with, and be it an athletic team in your business, uh, it doesn't matter. Uh, it's about culture, and culture is about the way that you go about your job every day. And if when you have uh, young men, in, in, our, in our case, you have young men that have great positive attitudes, that are skilled, that have great positive attitudes, and they're first and foremost about winning, and they want to work together, and they want to do something, and they want to make history. They keep talking about when we have our meetings with our players, they talk about we want to make history, we want to help Southern Miss get back. To, to, to becoming a national player uh, in men's basketball like we we have been before. And, uh, and of course, that resonates with me because I was very fortunate to be a part of <laughs> uh, of some great teams, not necessarily because of myself, but because of some of the, my teammates that were great players. So um, it, it is an exciting time, Bob. Um, of course, we hadn't – no bullets have flown yet, um, and we're, but we're getting mighty close. And it, we're getting close, too, to where, where we need to play somebody. Um, so I look forward to over these next three weeks. We open up three weeks from this coming Monday. Wow. Uh, really? Three weeks. So it's here. Uh, three weeks from this coming Monday in, in what has become the annual uh, Mayor's Cup game. And, and what that is is they, the, the mayor of the Hattiesburg will give a, a, a trophy to the winner, of course, against Crosstown uh, rival William Carey. The women play at 11 in the morning. And, of course, the men play. Uh, at, we follow that night at 7. Coach, uh, Sunbelt Media Day is coming up. Yes, this week. And uh, I know DeAndre Pinckney yes. is going down there with yes. you. Talk about him and then talk about um, – because he's a guy that, that – like other guys we've yeah. seen that have left the program, he stayed. Yes, and uh, wants to finish here. But yeah. you know, talk about media days. What you're looking forward to? I know you've you've talked to us in the last few months yeah. how impressed you are with Sunbelt leadership. Very, very. Uh, just you know, I, I have to guess be careful about how I say this because I don't want in any way uh, criticize sure. or throw shade. But but I've said repeatedly, and I, I believe this to this moment. Um, say it from my heart that I think that Conference USA basketball, men's basketball was very much undersold nationally. I really think that we were a two or three bid league. Each year I was been the great coaches, the play was great, the level play, but but there was really, you know, we didn't have any interconference challenges. We didn't our our, our, our uh, media deal was on something called stadium. I I still don't know how to we get on stadium. We don't and so most people because it was so cumbersome <laughs> just would just couldn't do it or wouldn't do it. And so we never got the, the and I say we meaning the conference USA, sure. uh, the entire group never got the, the uh, necessary exposure that we needed, which again cost you in the long run because when you can get two or three bids to the NCAA tournament, what that means financially for all the schools. And uh, so I think we were we were really undersold. 
On the contrary, the 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 just from day one, the leadership in the Sun Belt Conference, my exposure in the spring meetings, of, of course, the, a constant communication. We had a a, a big uh, uh, conference-wide Zoom, but they are in constant touch. The entire Sun Belt administration came in a couple weeks after we officially joined the Sun Belt, and they put us through about two days of where you would rotate like. We would go see the commissioner personally, wow. and he would add, like you go to the commissioner, then you go to the assistant commissioner, then the commissioner for basketball, uh, marketing. You'd go through all the different Sun Belt brass, and it kind of like a old basketball camp stations. If y'all, you know what I'm mm-hmm. talking about, you would go here to here to here over the course of two days, and I was so impressed. Yeah. And and there's the commissioner of the Sun Belt saying, Jay, what do you think? What can, you know? What do you think? I know you're new, but what do you think? What can we do? You know? And I mean, that was refreshing. Yeah. And uh, and I think that's why you've really seen. Of course, I think now they're pro- the Sun Belt is is the preeminent uh, yep. non-power five conference. You know, whatever they want to call that now. Um, I we, we call it high resource five. There you go. Now I love because that. That's the only that's, thing that that separates. That's us. right. Power is probably not the right word, and but the Sun Belt is closing that gap and. And it, so it's an exciting, and you know when you talk about as, as far as what does it mean for basketball, I don't think there's a huge difference uh, between the level of basketball in Conference USA. Certainly not less, uh, but very very comparable uh, the level of basketball in Conference USA in the Sun Belt. And um, but it's a, it's kind of come at a great time. We needed a restart. We didn't have we did not have a good year last year. I take full responsibility for that. Um, but we've got we've had a lot of change in the off season. We've had some roster changes. We've had some coaching staff changes. All, all for the good. All positive. No hard feelings toward anyone. But it's exciting uh, to to not only have 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 an influx of, of some fresh spirit, but also. Because we're going to be playing new teams, mm-hmm. sure. and, and you know, it's no, we're not. Oh man, we played this, we've lost to this team each year. You know, maybe a mindset. Now, now we, there is no mindset right. about that. One of the things that you've said is here to stay is the transfer portal, yes. and you have said, Jay, that it will affect college basketball much more yep. than baseball or football. Yep. Tell us your reasoning. Well, well, first of all, the roster is smaller. So you know, in 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 basketball, when you're most most teams are going to play an eight to nine man rotation per game. So if you're talking about a change of just three or four players a year on your roster, you're talking about a massive change. One thing I don't I, I want people to know that I don't agree with it. I think I'm I'm an old school coach. I came up through the high school ranks um, that you you build a team through your junior high program, and eventually they get to the junior varsity, and of course the varsity, and that's how you build a program. And but I've had to I've had to change that. I, I can't be hard headed about that, and I've had to change my attitude and philosophy about that. And now I've accepted the fact and and uh, embraced uh, the fact that it's going to be more like it was when I was the two years when I was coaching at Jones County Junior College, where you're basically playing for each year. You're going to lose a good group group of players each year, and you got to kind of establish by year team. So uh, we've instructed our assistants. They're doing it. They're on the road now. We've got a great group of assistants, and uh, uh, they're recruiting every single position uh, with the understanding that we may not have a player that we intended to come back, come back, um, because we know, to be very frank with you, what happens under the table and behind the back. Oh, we know. Uh, you know, yeah. that's it's not, crazy. you know, they're, uh, uh, I, I know, I, I, of course, talking to coaches and, you know, certain schools uh, very close to us have uh, staff members uh, that they, they're not full staff member, you know, meaning an assistant coach, but a staff person on their staff that all he does is 
look at other teams' rosters and go, hey, we, we're going to need this next year. This is a guy that, that, you know, and then again, do they directly, do they directly uh, contact the player? No. They, what they, they do is they go back and talk to his AAU coach. And again, it's a very corrupt and nasty business. I don't, I don't agree with it. But that's not how we operate. No, and they but use that, that's the reality of yeah. what we deal and with. They, and they use the guise of name, image, and likeness yes. as a way of pulling these kids away. Well, we, we, we can give you this. Certainly, no yeah. SEC teams would be involved. Never. In anything like that. It just like means that. more. It just <laughs> means more. Bob de, de, deduct whatever you need to deduct out of what was said, but it, it, it is what it is. And so, uh, and I don't think now that they would even. Even you know, used to they would try to hide it. Now, now it's no, they don't, no, have, they don't to. have to hide it anymore. And that's, I mean, they're just playing. They're playing the hand they're dealt as well. All right, coach, hang on that thought. We'll okay. be back. Buzzy's Tacos. We're at Midtown and Hattiesburg, 2022 homecoming on the Super Talk Eagle Hour. To the top. Hey, welcome back. Super Talk Eagle Hour broadcasting from Midtown in Hattiesburg. We've got head basketball coach Jay Ladner sitting here with us at the Fuzzies Tacos Loud, as you can hear in the background. A lot of activity here at Fuzzies. And, These uh, old school washed up football players like yeah, me are they all got over loud here when they came yeah. in. All right, coach. Uh, Talk to us about some of the new names people need to be paying attention to on this team. The new name, of course, y'all, y'all and this is not a new name, but I, I didn't get a chance. Luke had mentioned about DeAndre yeah. Pinckney, and, and I, so I, I didn't get a chance to comment, or I, I did. I, of course, I got off to talk about other things. Um, that kind of triggered me a little bit. But uh, uh, DeAndre Pinckney, you mentioned some guys left and he stayed. And, and they're, they're, one of the things that we should be teaching uh, is or, or one of the characteristics I think of successful person is loyalty, and uh, that's a young man that has proven he was loyal. He was being pulled. He was being pulled by. Uh, of course, I know all the details of those. Uh, a lot of Power Five schools and so forth. So he was being pulled, um, and, and he chose to stay. And I asked him. I asked him, of course, after the facts. I said, Dre, tell me kind of what's going on. I said, Why'd you decide to stay then? You know, why did you decide to stay? He said, Coach, I, we 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 haven't accomplished what I needed to accomplish here. And he said, I've gotten better and better every year. So those were the two reasons that he gave that he wanted to stay, and he wants he wants to be the guy that that uh, helps us turn the corner. And I and again. I think I think that speaks a lot in today's uh, time where every kid gets a trophy and hey if I don't play I'm gonna go play for somebody else if things don't work out so I'm very appreciative of him but some some new names I, I think very soon very soon I don't think that you're going to uh, uh, it won't be long of course as we begin to play ball games uh, about 
players that that will it'll take very long that these become yep. household names. Uh, I don't and, and and again I'm not in any particular order. These sure. are kind of as I as I uh, go through my head. Of course we had a great workout this morning, um, and, and and I just saw these guys just a couple hours ago, but. One player that's, that's going to stick out very, very quickly is Felipe Haas. Felipe, uh, 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 initially, he's, he, he played for Coach Juan Cardona. I know y'all had Juan on a couple weeks ago. It's the only reason that he's really here because of that relationship, although he – he he told me this morning. He said, "Coach, I, I said, hey, I said, what, what, you've been here a few weeks, you know, I mean, a few months now. So, what do you think, Felipe? He said, Coach, I just love it. Love Hattiesburg, the people, everybody. Of course, has embraced him. He's not hard to not embrace. He's a great, he's an affable, friendly young man. Very intelligent. Six ten. Yeah. Uh, can really, really shoot the basketball, and he's a great handler and passer. And he's got a European game, meaning he's I, very skilled. I met him at the Pete. Okay, and, and I had to look up to him. Like I really had to look up. <laughs> He's to him. a really special talent. Yes, he? he is. Well, uh, the guys that play that are on the team, Jay, yeah. have used words like stud. Yes, the best player to come along since Weatherspoon. Yeah. I'm going. Come on now, guys. Uh, but they say his skill set. Yeah. he could be. Well, he's a he, now. Of course, he's different than Spoon. Spoon was such a bruiser, and you know, and but he, and he's he's a different type of player. But he's very skilled and uh, uh, really, really shoots the three, and that gives us a uh, uh, a, a great weapon, but he handles the basketball. We're, we're of course, we're going to have the basketball in his hands a lot because he makes great decisions. But even as good a basketball player as he, he's, a, he's a great young man. But the best part, I think, of his basketball playing is that he's had such a high basketball IQ. But this is a young man that's played for the Chilean national team for mm-hmm. years. He's been in their national program. He's played all over the world. And so he, he brings a, a an element that, that we haven't had, of course, since I've been here. Um, of, course, uh, of course, another young man or two. I'm, I'm, I'm going to try to mention as many of the new faces as I can as time permits. Um, uh, Austin Crowley uh, played at Ole Miss uh, the last three years. He's a Mississippi kid. He's from West Point. One of the hardest working, most dedicated young men that I've ever been around. Um, he's in the, he's in the arena every morning around 5:30 or 6 o'clock with one of our assistants working and getting better on his game. Of course, then he goes to weights and he goes to practice. I mean, I, I've actually had to talk to the coaches and said, "We as we get close to the season, we got to kind of pare that down a little bit." He's working so incredibly hard, but he's a he's a tall, athletic. Uh, very skilled guard, and I think he's got a chance to. I think he's got a chance. He played a lot at Ole Miss, you know, um, um, but he wanted to just to play a bigger role. And, and of course, we were able to offer that. And it was a young man that we had recruited out of high school, and uh, we were excited about the fact that that he's joined us. But Austin Crowley, another player, and Austin again, you'll you'll start seeing a kind of a theme here with uh, size guards that have have great size. Um, uh, Donovan Donovan Ivory is a young man played at Wisconsin Green Bay, averaged about 13, 13 and a half last year for Wisconsin Green Bay, who play, has a good program in a good league. He's a six eight guard. Yes, and uh, very athletic. Awesome. Uh, another young man that's got a high basketball IQ. Um, I, I, he, of course, I expected we expected a lot when we signed him, but uh, as I told him in our individual meetings last week, I said, Donovan, you have you have not this any reason for you to quit working hard, but you have exceeded our expectation, and I wanted him to know how much how impressed that we were. Uh, Neftali Alvarez is a young man that has come in with a, with a high expectation. Um, another player that played for Coach Juan Cardona when he was in high school uh, at, in Miami at Miami Christian. 
um, signed with Fairfield. He was all league as a freshman, or maybe maybe freshman of the year uh, uh, at Fairfield uh, in that particular league. Uh, transferred to Mercer University with Felipe, who was who came from South Carolina, because Coach Juan was an assistant there. And of course, as Coach Juan has joined our staff, those young men is like a father figure to them. But he's old, tough, hard nosed, strong, um, uh, just just but it, uh, on the floor, very aggressive. Really, what we're looking for as a point guard is about winning. Um, off the floor, out another another young man. I couldn't say enough about um, enough good things about um, an, another name as far as new new guys. Uh, Marcelo Perez. He he played in Division Two last year. Uh, we had a good crowd at practice this morning. By the way, our practices are always open to the public. Um, it came in this morning. I had I had a, one of our longtime fans said, Coach, what what, what about number twenty five there? And I said, That's Marcelo Perez. He said, Coach, I'm impressed with him. He is some kind of player. Really, really, again, a, a player that another player that's with played for the Chilean national team very skilled big big you know good size can play in and out drives it they're very skilled at passing the basketball which of course in, in, in you know uh, one of the most abused areas of the game I think in the United States is is, uh, is is ball handling and passing we now have players that just dribble the freaking air out of the ball instead of passing the ball we, we, we teach them that passing the ball creates energy. Pass the ball, pass the ball, you know, make that extra pass. We're, we're, a one, we're an extra pass team. So he's really bought into that. And uh, uh, one of the better shooters that we have is a kid named Nico Aguirre. Uh, shot 44% from the three last year at, at, at uh, Missouri Southwest. I, I hope I'm uh, mentioning his school correctly. Is, is somewhat close to that. Luke, if you can double check on that. Southwest Baptist? Southwest Baptist in Missouri. Yep. And uh, they shot 44% from the three. Looks like the neighborhood paper boy. Of course, our players don't know. I used that uh, analogy in practice the other day. No, they had never, they didn't know what a paper boy was. You know? yeah. And I'm thinking to myself, I guess they, that's kind of like phone booth. You know, they yeah. don't know anything he's a, about it. He's other. another Chilean, though, right? He is. So he is. We, we'll they, have to fly the Guatemala flag they, from they, Montenegro. We'll have to put up a chili flag. Absolutely. That would excite those guys to death. But, you know, he, he can really shoot the basketball. So we, we've got a, a, a very strong influence. Of, of, of new combined with with uh, some strong old and and I'm going to tell you another uh, talk about a returning player uh, a player that's I, I I have just been incredibly impressed with is Denaje Harris he is he is a different player from last year Mo Arnold's a different player from last year. Um, and again, you know, when Coach Juan comes in here and spouts off about winning, he, he didn't have anything to compare it to other than what we have this year. He doesn't. We don't look back, you know, to last year's team other than try to grow from it. And uh, but but we, I like our group. They've been fun to work with. And it, you know what? If we don't win a single basketball game, and of course we're going to, but if we don't win a single basketball game. They have worked their tails off, and they are some kind of been fun to work with. And every single day, you, you, not one time, not one single time, of course, I'm going to jinx myself, but not one single time since last uh, June 1st have we ever had to get in there and get after our team about being focused or ready to practice or giving great effort at practice. Go ahead. Got got a, about a minute left. Just looking at this schedule, you know, there's a mid part of the season where you go four on the road, then you have four at home, but you get to play everybody in the league. 
Yes, yes. Uh, are you referring to the league schedule? Yeah, the league yeah, schedule. The conference yeah. schedule. Yeah. Of course, our non-conference schedule is uh, very tough as always. Uh, but our, but our, our league schedule, it, you know, it's odd how it's. I, I looked at that, and of course, we don't have any control with that. Yeah. So I, don't, I don't want somebody to look and say, "Man, I, you know, Ladner does a lot of stupid stuff." But this schedule, you know, <laughs> well, do we not know that we don't have any control over that part of it? Yeah, but and, you're uh, going to Vegas, man. Yeah, we are going to Vegas to play the Running Rebels. Uh, we're excited about that. You gonna chew a towel that week? You uh, you know, that's a good. Cut. That's, I hadn't thought about that. Yeah, I was, of course, a Tarkanian. I like Coach Clark Tarkanian growing up uh, in, in his team. They had some exciting teams, but we're, of course, not built like some of those teams with Augman and, and, and Larry, Larry Johnson Larry, and all that. Very few people. Yeah. He, he had the greatest saying of all time. One day the NCAA is going to get so pissed off at North Carolina, they're going to put Central Michigan on probation. <laughs> you know, there's some truth to that, y'all. Yeah, yeah. There's some truth to that. We've had our, you know, yeah. right, right, right across the street, you know, we've, We've dealt with that same deal. Well, so, Coach, uh, we want you to know you're always welcome on the show. We really appreciate y'all you Y'all have down been here great today. to me, uh, personal friends. Thank y'all very much for having me. And, again, any time that y'all, felt, y'all feel like uh, y'all would like to have myself or staff on here, we, we're honored right. to be here. And we'll Coach see you tonight as part we'll of see, homecoming. A huge event tonight on yeah. campus at, 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 at uh, Brewski's. Uh, the Spunk Monkeys are playing. Well, I don't, know, I don't know what Louie's going to do today. The Jack Russell, know, he's at he, home alone. Kelly's only brought that up about ten times. Thanks, <laughs> Thanks Bob. We'll be right back. Y'all More Eagle here. Hour. Tuned in to the Eagle Hour. The Eagle Hour. Southern Miss to the top. All right, everybody. Welcome back to a two-hour edition of the Eagle Hour. Glad you're with us across the network this afternoon on a very loud and active Fuzzy's Tacos here, Luke Johnson. It, like the um, the entire roster like of Jim Carmody's first year is, is right behind yeah. us. But Kelly was not on that roster, but he's in the middle of the huddle. Uh, I know. This must be something free over there. <laughs> Uh, Bailey Busby is the uh, Chief of Staff for the Student Government Association at Southern Miss. C.J. Lee is the Student Government Associate Vice President. They're with us here on the Eagle Hour. And uh, Bailey, uh, let's start with you. Welcome. Thank you. How are y'all? This is your radio debut? Yes, it is. Okay. From Mobile, Alabama. Mobile, Alabama. So she Alabama. Made a, already made one good choice. Didn't go to South Alabama. Absolutely. Alabama. All right, Bailey, tell us about uh, what's going on with the Student Government Association, what you guys have got in store for homecoming. Absolutely. It has been such a fun week, honestly, being a senior and getting to see all the activities from this point of view. Uh, We started Monday off with a community rally with students, faculty, alumni, staff, everybody there for a chant competition for our homecoming teams. After that, we've had Where's Waldo every day, Seeking Seymour, where they found little miniature rocks at the front of, uh, around campus, but it mimicked the little front of campus gold rock um, that had our You're So Golden theme on it. And I actually just left the fountain sit, and that is my favorite tradition, so that was really great to get to watch. You know the fountain sit. It was incredible. I think I I got 
I may have done it one year, but I mean, it was a long time ago. You guys weren't even born yet. But yeah, our listeners that don't know what that is, tell them about the fountain set. So this morning around 10 a.m., I started putting ice ice in this fountain um, at Shoemaker Square, and it was very cold, extremely cold. And we had 16 members of the community, typically seniors, juniors, who have studied forever for this. And they got to get in the fountain and answer a bunch of Southern Miss trivia questions. In um, the ice water. Yes, in the ice water. We had challenges where they had to get ping pong balls and some of them would they had to do sudden death round or they had to answer questions or some of them got to have food or get out of the fountain for five minutes and it's so serious and they get so cold that we have to have Moffin Health Center come take their temperature every hour. <laughs> Did you test out the water yourself? Um, with my hand, yes. With your hand only, huh? All right, so you're very smart, clearly. You're, you're smarter than the people that got in the ice water, right? I guess. <laughs> C.J. Lee is the Student Government Associate Vice President. Uh, welcome. We're glad you're on the show. Yes, sir. What Thank you for having me. What role are you playing in homecoming? Uh, I'm just giving moral support to everybody, telling them to keep on going. I, I kind of got the job where I can sit back and watch all the chaos happen from from a third-party perspective, so I got lucky in that one. So you're saying that you're letting Bailey do all the work. Oh, yeah. She's, she's more than capable of doing it. I'm just trying to stay out of her way so I, I don't get the the impact of her. Hey, look, he brought um, cookies and uh, cake for the team today. So. We like that game. Where's that ours, man? Where's ours? <laughs> hey, I, I, it, went, it went quick. It went quick. Let's talk about the theme this year. You mentioned it just a second ago, the theme this year, your show, Golden. How has it kind of played out this week on campus? It's, it's gone great. Everybody's uh, floats, their yard signs, everything that we're doing is, has that tied into it. You're so golden theme. Um, that goes back to our school colors, black and gold. So it's, it's nice seeing all that around campus. Bailey, what's so the rest of the day and tomorrow leading up to 6 o'clock, what are some of the events going on? Awesome. So first, Friday night at Spirit Park, we'll be introducing the homecoming court, which is a really great opportunity. And obviously, that's once again another community event. Tomorrow morning, bright and early, CJ and I will both be at the court breakfast. So we will get to honor those who are on our homecoming court and our Mr. and Mrs. Southern Miss. We will do the homecoming parade, which will go right down Hardy Street and into the front of campus, Eagle Walk and then the game and the halftime presentation. And then I'm going to go to sleep. You're going to go to sleep. <laughs> we we, we got to win tomorrow night. Oh, got to win. I think I think the football team, Will Hall, needs one more signature win. We were able to get it down in Tulane. I think this is just going to hammer it home, yeah. set, set the stage for uh, Sun Belt going forward. So I'm ready to see what the boys can do. All right, Valley, before we let you go, give us a sense of the, of the student vibe on the campus this fall in light of the improved football team. We're coming out of COVID. It's kind of a new era. What What is the vibe? Um, I, like I said, it's my senior year, and I've never seen vibes on the campus that are like they are this year. Even my freshman year before COVID, I have never seen just people be so excited. And I do think that goes back to President Joe Paul. Um, I think he's done a great job electrifying the community this whole entire semester. So I think it's been a great year. The man at Tulane. Our president is holding a sign that says, make some noise. Yes. I mean, yeah. it's kind of – and he's inspiring, isn't he, CJ? He, he definitely is. Just being able to see him out in the community tailgating with everybody, just being that face that we can connect with the name, it, it's really amazing to see. Well, you're both delightful young people. We're glad to have you on the Eagle Hour. We hope you have a great weekend, and uh, we thank you for all you're doing to make homecoming a big deal for all of us. Sounds thank good. You. I appreciate you all. All right, we're going to bring another guest on the uh, set right now. Dr. Patrick Berdeman is a Southern Miss alumni and uh, has just opened the Pine Belt Dental Clinic, and uh, we're going to put him right here on the Eagle Hour. Doctor, it's good to see you here in a Southern Miss shirt. We understand that you're an avid Golden Eagle. Oh, yeah, have been for my entire life pretty much. My father's had season tickets for Southern Miss football since 1983. 
So I grew up in Eagle. And you've just uh, you've opened a new business, am I right? Well, I took over for one. Yeah. Uh, Jerry Gilder was there before me, and he built a wonderful practice and has wonderful patients, and I'm just happy to be there. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about your practice, where it's at, what do you specialize in? Well, I'm on South 28th, just south of Lincoln Road. Uh, pretty much specialize in restorative dentistry. Uh, so if you need dentures, crowns, implants, things like that, come see us. Kelly's on his, like, third set, so I'm, I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah. Does, do they come out? One time you had Bubba teeth. I mean, that's what you my, my teeth are like the stars. They come out at night. Yes. <laughs> In a little glass next to the table. You're obviously yeah. a Golden Eagle. Doc wearing uh, Go Gold on this Go Gold Friday. Absolutely. And it, since, since we've been here almost two hours, it's gotten a lot louder. But, I mean, you know, there is a buzz this this fall, Will Hall, in, in year two. And, of course, uh, you know, your, your take on it looking in, I mean, because we're all football fans, you know. Absolutely. So excited to be in the Sun Belt. Uh, I think a lot of that buzz is coming from the move, getting uh, Jeremy McLean moving us in and, and doing good things. So I think everyone's just excited for that. Absolutely. I think all the players, former football players, basketball players, they've all convened here in Fuzzies this afternoon. It's well, you were in the middle. We wanted to know what they were giving away for free because you were taking interest in a crowd. Because you're well, certainly not a former football player. <laughs> no, but they weren't giving stuff away. But uh, I know you'll find this hard to believe, but they didn't have my size. No, that is, that is hard to uh, Doc, you kind of put in perspective as a business owner how important Southern Miss is to this community. You know, that's one thing. Hattiesburg's always been called the the city with a college in it, not really a college town, right? Mm-hmm. But I think it gets lost in translation a lot of times that this city needs this university so bad. It needs to be supported uh, because a prosperous Southern Miss is produces a prosperous Hattiesburg as far as I'm concerned. And so if I can give back a little bit and, and try to create a, a, a good city of Hattiesburg by, by giving back to the university, you better you better believe I'm going to do it. Yeah, I mean, we're, we're sitting here, and I love this because I, I played for the Golden Eagles, hard to believe, almost two decades ago. This was normal. I mean, the, the, the buzz that, you know, that we have. And so you, you get excited. When you start looking around, you start seeing people excited, and you know, on a Friday afternoon, yeah, we all got jobs, but this homecoming, you know, it's homecoming weekend. Did you did you go to Southern Miss? Or are you an Eagle later in life? I did. I transferred in uh, for my last two years, and so I am an alumni. So I finished up in 2012 at uh, so I was the same year as Fedora and, and Austin. See that? And you know, see, that. yeah, he finished up in 12, which means. The, the spring of 12, which is when the good was. That's we right. won't talk about what happened. <laughs> no, we will not. That, <laughs> that is a name who shall not be named. Look at this man. He won't say it either. I love yeah, it. We the man, like this guy. We spell that name with 12 L's. And he That's right. Be named. That's right. But I have long said that even if your children, if you're a listener and your children go to other universities in this state and you own a business, you need to support Southern Miss because, as you just said, a successful Southern Miss is successful for everybody. It is. And and if you don't if you don't believe it, try not supporting it. If something ever happened to this university, the stuff that would happen to you you would you would go under a lot faster than you would even imagine. So it's important regardless of where your quote unquote loyalties lie yep. that you support this university. About a minute left, Doc. Just uh, remind our listeners again where you are and what you do and what you offer this community. Absolutely. We're a a full support uh, general dentist office. We are down on South 28. Again, it's Hub City Dental. Uh, Office number is 601-264-4800. Like I said, anything from fillings all the way up to restorative with implant dentistry. 
So uh, we're not going to let you go till you give us your prediction for yeah. tomorrow night. Prediction and keys to victory. So I mean, okay, you're you're a very okay. smart man. So I'm I'm anxious to hear these. Prediction. You got to go with the good guys. I'm saying I'm hoping the offense gets back on track, and let's see something like a 27 to 20 game. Like it. Keys to okay. keys to victory. Couple keys. We got to get that freshman quarterback some protection and get him a rhythm. Got to get it going on offense. That's something again. we haven't said this week that we hadn't heard. This is what the rhythm. It's because of the youth of Wilkie. That's what happened in the Miami game. You started getting him a little more confidence, and it's almost like last week he was he was he tried to make some big throws out of rhythm. So. Good observation, man. It's good stuff. And as Gloria, have to bring him back. Yeah. As Gloria Estefan of the Miami Sound Machine used to say, the rhythm is going to get you. The rhythm is going to get you. Uh, thankfully, we're about to go to commercial. Bob. <laughs> go to India take us, take us to commercial. Thank you, Doctor. Absolutely. We'll be back. Wrap up this road edition of the Eagle Hour right after this. To the Eagle Hour. Final segment on this Friday of Homecoming Week. We're live at Fuzzy's Tacos just across the just across Hardy Street from the University of Southern Mississippi. Countdown to kickoff tomorrow night, 6 p.m. on ESPN Plus. The Golden Eagles now a four and a half point favorite as Butch Jones, Arkansas State Red Wolves come in. You never know who you might find, Bob Getty, at these establishments. Daniel Stewart joining us now, of course. Southern Bancor, the uh, the, the no mobile, stranger to the, Eagle, huh? the mobile Southern Bancor studio, Ooh, right. now now here. Right, right. So Daniel Stewart, former Southern Miss pitcher, joining us. And then Collins Hess, one of the the, the nasty bunch dudes, man, with, with Coach Carmody. Uh, I, I will take that as a compliment for sure. <laughs> so we, we need to know. We need to know what was Kelly Santer really doing. They were all circled up, and Santer was in the middle. Um, it, I think it's an adult, cold adult beverage, but I'm yeah, not okay. really sure. I, got you. I, I do and want to say he probably was trying to get you to pay for it. Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> that goes. This is saying. I don't know what he's got in his hand now, but there it all is. Right. But anyway, you're back for homecoming. Loving it. Good, good to see you. And some of the old teammates over here. Too. Some of the old teammates and friends we haven't seen in, in a few years and. Loving it. Every I, I just love everybody's wearing black and gold. There seems to be some excitement in the air. It's wonderful. As a baseball dude, I, I yeah. know you liked homecoming week, yeah. coming to watch us. Absolutely. What, what was the baseball side of homecoming, though? Well, you know, I mean, hmm. we focus on spring. That's our season. So being able to kind of be a fan for a little bit, yeah. watching football, was, was really fun. We loved the games. I mean, we were in the nasty bunch in the stands there at the time. Yeah. You know, face painted. We were, we were all in. All right, so five games to pick in a league where anybody can beat anybody. I think that's what we found out right. this past Wednesday. From the mobile Southern Bank Yes, studio. from the mobile Southern <laughs> Bank Studio. Yeah. 
So Lafayette goes into Huntington and defeats Marshall. We, we were all wrong on that, but let, yeah. let's pick these games. So starting tomorrow at 11, Old Dominion 2-3. and three. They go down to Conway, Coastal Carolina, whose offense is really good. Defense has been unusually suspect. Coastal's an 11.5-point favorite. The over-under in this game is 57 and, and a half. We're not picking the line. We're just picking straight up and down. Daniel. Sure. I like Coastal. Grayson McCall, great quarterback. Been there a while. Coastal. Yeah, I'm going with Coastal. And by the way, I just want to let you know, I want to be consistent with Kelly's picks. I'll probably go over five. So, <laughs> But I'm going with Coastal. We're yeah, going with Co- Coastal hasn't yeah. been beaten yet. Old Dominion beat Virginia Tech first part of the year, but kind of Virginia Tech really hadn't been too much. So, yeah, I think uh, whatever that Chanticleer turf is, Coastal will win tomorrow. <laughs> 2.30 uh, tomorrow, ESPN 3, Texas State. What, what happened last yeah. week? They beat Appalachian, yeah. you know. Yeah. And uh, so they're going to Troy, to the lower plains of, of Alabama. Troy, 16-and-a-half point favorite. Yeah, I like Troy. I don't think Texas State maintains the hype. I think they're coming off a big win, so I like Troy this time. I, I do, too. Uh, I'm going to take Troy. Their defense is really good. Uh, I think they're really hard to beat at home. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're excited. And anytime you come off a big win, you kind of have a letdown, yeah. kind of like we did versus Tulane. So, yeah. Are they the best team in the West? Is Troy the best team in the West? I, I think right now it's Troy or South Alabama. Yeah. Yeah. Who you got? I like Troy. I do too. I, I think it may be a little closer than that. I don't know what Texas State had for pregame meal last week, but <laughs> I'll go. Uh, I'll go with Troy straight up. All right, this one is intriguing to me. Everybody's sweetheart right now, James Madison, ineligible for a conference championship. But what are they doing? They're in the top twenty-five, the yeah. only Sun Belt team. They're five and zero, three and zero in the Sun Belt. They go down to Georgia Southern to Statesboro. Clay Helton, waiting on them. I actually think Georgia Southern takes them. Takes James Madison this weekend. Upset. I, really do. I think it's. Oh. I think we're going to see an upset. Big pick. Uh, hard to beat Georgia Southern there. Yes. Uh, but I'm going to kind of go with the trend and go with James Madison. Going against my baseball man here. Yeah. <laughs> so he did beat Mississippi, Mississippi State. State every time sure. he pitched against. Well, well you know. Studleys do that. So. <laughs> yes, exactly right. Uh, I'm going with James. Madison. You're going James. I just love the Dukes. I mean, I, I've been excited about this story. team. Great I've been excited story. about just their entire program. So. I think it'll be closer. James Madison's 12-and-a-half-point favorite. I think probably Ooh. Hilton will make mm-hmm. it closer. All right, tomorrow night on the NFL Network, mm. Monroe, who one week will beat somebody and the next week and not show up Ooh. at all, they're at South Alabama. USA 17-point favorite. Definitely like South Alabama in this one. They, they've got our number every year, you know, so just know they're a tough team. Going with South Alabama, yeah, yeah. for yeah. sure. South Alabama. They are a botched fake field goal away from being undefeated. They are. And, and they should have beat UCLA, UCLA yeah, out in the Rose Bowl. All right, yeah, I'll go with the Jags as well. All right, tomorrow night, Arkansas State, we, we know, uh, we've talked about it all week. Give me a uh, prediction. Give me a key to the game tomorrow night. Um, I think it's going to be quarterback play tomorrow night. Uh, Wilkie seems to be getting a little bit better every single week. Had some stumbles, but uh, I definitely think we win tomorrow night, beat Arkansas State. Homecoming, we're going to play well at the Rock. Let's go. Agree. Uh, The other key is, which has been our nemesis for the last couple years, is turnovers. Mm -hmm. We can keep the turnovers down, get a couple on our side. I think we take the win on homecoming. Yeah. I think you have to run the football a little bit, take some pressure off the freshman quarterback, protect the freshman quarterback, yes. and if they could do that, we win the game. You just hope that teams don't find what Troy did last week as the key to, to beat us. So they're averaging, you know, giving up 260 a game in the air, so I think it's, a, it's an opportunity for Wilkie to make some plays. But to your point, Bob, you got to run the football. 
All right, guys. I want, and listen, uh, Daniel, we want to thank you so much for everything Southern Bank Corps sure. does for Absolutely. us. Absolutely. We're glad and, to have you ever pointed out that you beat Mississippi State every time you pitched Just a us. couple of times, I think, we pointed <laughs> and Collins, out. Collins, we want to thank you for being the only friend of Kelly Center. We want to honor you. <laughs> yes, yes. You're welcome. That's why we brought you on the show. We've never met anybody like you before. All right. Where? That wraps us up from Fuzzy's Tacos Homecoming 2022. Thanks a lot for listening, everybody. Until Monday, Southern Miss. To the top. top. Yes, sir. Time keeps on slipping, slipping, slipping into the future. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.